Hello and welcome to Chatty Champagne, the podcast where I give my unhinged opinions to stories I find on the internet. This is the first episode, so thank you so much for tuning in and happy 2024. I'm your host, Tay. I'm 27, born and raised in Metro Detroit. To give some background, I'm your typical 20-something-year-old dog mom with a passion for fitness and traveling. However, my biggest red flag is that I'm a Lana Del Rey stan. I also wanted to disclose the reason for the podcast name. My dad unknowingly named my podcast when he gave me the nickname Chatty Champagne on one of our many cruises since I love to talk and always have a glass of champagne on vacay. The premise of this podcast is to give my opinion to stories I find on Reddit. I do plan on having a guest on every episode moving forward. And we also have a drink of the week. So today the drink of the week is a White Claw left over from New Year's Eve last night. Um, Unfortunately, no champagne today. It's pretty off-brand. But I do want to give a very quick disclaimer. This show is rated 18 and up due to language and content in the stories I will be sharing. I want you to feel like we're besties and you're on FaceTime with me. So sit back, grab your favorite drink and snack, and enjoy the shit show. So the very first story we have here comes from r slash confession, and it is posted by username throwawaymykarma1. So this one is a pretty lighthearted one. It's pretty funny as well, so I wanted to start on a light note. So it goes, I stole, it, I stole over a dozen cases of beer after a supervisor gave me access to the warehouse at a store I didn't work at. A friend and I were shopping at a big lot store in America. We're Canadian. Shout out Canada. He had two cases of beer in his cart and decided he only wanted one. I returned the unwanted case to the aisle where it came from. A woman with a clipboard and a business suit starts telling me what I need to do next. I repeatedly tried to interrupt her with, I don't work here. She just talks louder over over me. At first, this was kind of funny that she was just going on and on, but she became cruel and insulting with her words. Eventually, she just waved me off and said, just follow me. You think you can handle that? Waiting for the ultimate payoff here, I decided to follow her. Really thought this would turn into a funny story. We get to the door that requires a a swipe card to enter. She snaps on me when I explain I don't have one because I don't work here. Thinking this is going to be the moment that she realizes she's the asshole and apologizes, I was wrong. She swipes her key card and yells, Just move the fucking beer, R-word. I do not like the R-word. I didn't have a plan in mind, but I figured I'd get in shit by being in the warehouse, so I went in. Alone, just me with all these cases of beer. So you need a key card to get in, but not one to exit the back door. I propped it open and started piling cases outside. I called my buddy to bring his truck around, and we stocked it full and drove off. It wasn't 100% free, as we did have to pay duty at customs, but that's just pennies on the dollar. It's been six years and I feel like I'm being watched whenever I return. So like I said, this one was really funny. I do not think that this person is in the wrong for stealing all of that beer. That lady was not listening to him. It, this is just hilarious. And there's a little, there's some comments stating that they don't believe the story is real. And the OP responded, it's literally the only interesting interesting thing that's happened in my life. I feel like I believe my Canadian buddy here. And like I said, shout out Canada. I can literally see it from the river over here. 
And then there was, I have some friends, I have quite a few friends and family members who are beer snobs here in Michigan. And one of the comments from SMS Raven says, do people just choose to acknowledge the amazing, choose not to acknowledge the amazing craft beer scene in America? Everyone acts like it's only Bud Light and Miller. Wake up. Then No Performance 3044 says, it's only people with no taste who think it is. American beer has far surpassed most European beer now, and I think we are home to many of the world's best beer now. But it's just local and different from state to state. Vermont and Colorado are on point. California is good. So is some Michigan beer. Woo! And Illinois is hit or miss. So I really like that they kind of shout out, they shouted out Michigan. And I'm sure that this gentleman was either in New York, Wisconsin, or Michigan in the story. I kind of wish he would have said what state he was in. But yeah, that is story number one. I think it's hilarious. And we're going to move on to um, some more, more of a spicy one now. So just to let you know, it's kind of a, a weird one. So this story comes from Kindly Personality at 13, and it is on also on r slash confession. So it, the title is, My boyfriend's mom sent me a screenshot of the post I made about him on r slash dead bedrooms, asking if I wrote it. I admitted to it and haven't told him. My boyfriend and I have been having some relationship problems, so as you do, I made a Reddit post seeking advice. But I was too specific about things that were needed for context. Our ages, his job, the layout of our flat, etc., Things that wouldn't make me identifiable to anyone who really knew me like her. I have no idea how she found it, but I ranted to her about everything except the sexual problems because why would I? And then she sent me a screenshot of my post asking if I wrote it. Fuck. I ended up deleting the entire account as well as the post in a panic. My username and profile picture were also sexual. Cringe. It was so obviously about us, so I had no choice but to confess. She told me that it sounded like us, and she got really sad while reading it. So I have her empathy. Great. But now she knows her son's kinks, that he's into BDSM in the length of his. I met up with her the next day, but neither of us discussed the Reddit posts. She messages me to check in about the non-sexual side of the situation, which is massively appreciated, but I feel awfully guilty. Truthfully, I needed advice on what to do, since talking to my boyfriend myself wasn't working. But hiding in the fact that his mom knows all this stuff that a mother shouldn't know about her son is killing me. And then there's the fear of her showing him the screenshot, me admitting to it, and me ranting to her. Major lose-lose for me. Take away from my mistake. People do not need to know every little bit of context to offer advice. So, in my opinion, this person is a total idiot for putting out there all of the personal details that make her so identifiable on Reddit. On the other hand, I am wondering what is the mother doing on Reddit finding this? Why is the mom there? But yeah, she messed up. She messed up big time by putting all her information out there and her boyfriend's information out there. And in my opinion, I don't believe that this relationship can be saved after that. Because how are you going to go to Christmas knowing that your mom, that his mom knows everything like that? It's just a little bit cringe, like she said. And I don't, I don't think there's any coming back from this one. Let's see what other people say, said. So Fully Automated Poo, weird username, says, When I make posts, I, tr- I make sure to randomly change a few obviously identifiable portions of the story with more or less equivalent but different enough to throw off anyone who may recognize it. 
For example, if I mention about the scar on my left leg, I'll say it's on my right thigh. Or if I mention about my home, I'll mention about the aluminum door on my room that's actually wooden. So this person has a very good point. You definitely do not need to describe every single detail to get some advice. Because at the end of the day, what, what does it matter? Those little details. And then we all know people can be very um, snarky on Reddit. And that's part of the reason why I love it. So establishment C8360 says, and now you are posting it again. And yes, you are, girl, you are posting it again for another person to find. So all in all, yes, yes, OP, this is a lose-lose situation here. I don't believe there is any coming back from it. I kind of feel bad for you in a way because that is just embarrassing. And the next story is focusing on weddings. And we all know um, that at this age, in our 20s, 30s, everything is about weddings. Everything is about when is he going to pop the question? Uh, wh what kind of wedding do you want to have? How much are you spending on your wedding? Who's helping you? Oh, like, where should I do my bachelorette party? Um, where should I do my honeymoon? It's just all talk about weddings all the time. It doesn't help that I have two friends that are engaged right now, so I, I literally hear it all the time. I love them to death, and I'm happy for them, but wedding talk is big. So here we go. This one is from r slash am I the asshole. This is from username firm underscore tomatillo 6320. Am I the asshole for canceling my best friend's bachelorette party after she fired me as a bridesmaid? Gonna try and sum this up the most I can. I am a full-time student, so I am currently living off student loans and what little hours I can work outside of school. I have spent around $1,000 on my best friend's wedding so far, $350 on the bridesmaid's dress, $350 on the flight home to attend the wedding as I am away for school, and about $100 on the gift I sent her for her bridal shower. The maid of honor is currently very pregnant and having a rough time. She asked me to plan the bachelorette party. I agreed. I planned it perfectly and had it as a surprise. I mess messaged the other girls the plan. When they all agreed, I went ahead and booked my idea. I spent, and this is on top of the 1K I spent earlier, $400 on a limo to go bar hopping, and I booked us a $700 Airbnb to crash in afterwards. As of right now, the other bridesmaids did not chip in. This was out of pocket, but they said they would pay, pay me back later. So I am going to judge her for that. You don't have any money right now, but you're you're cool with fronting everything and not getting money up front from these other girls. And I kind of do, I feel you in a way because I do the same type of thing. Um, but this is not smart and something I need to do better at as well. So that is the first red flag on your end, OP. About a month later, I and two girls got kicked out from the bridal party group chat along with a paragraph from the bride saying we were no longer invited because we weren't honoring her wishes. When asked, she didn't answer what she meant or what she had done wrong or what we had done wrong. Two days pass and she adds us back to the chat and apologizes saying she's just stressed. We all talk about it and made up. Yesterday, the same thing happened except this time I'm the only one removed with a paragraph going off on me telling me I'm not respecting her wishes and that she wishes she never invited me or asked me to be a, a bridesmaid. When asked what happened or what I did wrong, again, radio silence. Today, she messages me apologizing, saying that she's sorry for lashing out on me, 
and that she would like me there, but not as a bridesmaid. And that she and that OP could no longer wear the bridesmaid's dress she purchased. That is the part of the story that really pisses me off and grinds my gears. So you're telling me the OP went out and spent $350 on a bridesmaid's dress, which might I add is very expensive because typically, in my experience, I've only spent upwards of $200 on a dress. Um, so $350, she doesn't even get to wear it and I doubt she can return it because you have to get it customly made for yourself. So, um, yeah, she's fucked. She's fucked there. So, um, I'm hoping that this OP does not go through with going to the wedding. Let's see. So, uh, OP said, I respectfully declined as I couldn't afford another dress as I've spent too much money on this wedding and that I wouldn't want to make her uncomfortable on her big day. Then she lashes out again, telling me I should just take more from my student loans to buy a second dress. So with that, I went and canceled the Airbnb and the limo, as she should. I told the other bridesmaids what had happened, and they agreed it was fair. One of them must have told the bride about the little secret bachelorette party as she messaged me, telling me I'm the asshole and ruined their entire wedding, as she now does not have a place, does not have time to book a new party. Well, that is not the OP's fault. I also managed, I, so I also managed to get a refund from the flight. And I'm only out about $450 for the wedding I'm no longer invited to. Am I the asshole for canceling the party and getting the money back? Drum roll, please. No, OP, you are not the asshole. Your friend is the asshole, and I'm glad that you... I'm I'm happy that this happened, because she just weeded herself out of your life. And you deserve so much better than that. So, no. You are not the asshole. This person is self-centered, narcissistic, and horrible. And I don't know how she's getting married. No clue how, who would marry that bitch. So let's see what the comments say. So tiny underscore shelter 440 says, Something is missing here that you kept hanging in there in the first place. Has anyone ever told you what she meant by respecting her wishes or, or her being uncomfortable? When you all talked about it the first time, did anything make sense? Nevertheless, not the asshole. Why is she comfortable spending your money on her party? Why are the other, why are the others still comfortable in being in her party? So yes, um, I do agree with this as well. I'm wondering what her wishes are as well and how it would make her uncomfortable. And th- these people are trying to walk all over you, OP. You are so smart for getting out of this. And I, I hope that you don't speak to anyone that was in the party. Because it speaks volumes that they're still okay with being in it. And you just deserve a better friend than that. And then one more comes from prior underscore blood underscore 6293. Not the asshole. What I find funny though is that you planned and arranged the bachelorette party. And then when she removed you as a bridesmaid, you, you canceled it. And when she found out, she went off on you and is calling you an asshole for not deciding to continue to fund her party. Which I might add, you wouldn't even be able to participate in. I'm sorry that this happened. She seems like an entitled snob and it seems like you dodged a bullet here. Yes, just absolutely bananas. And it just makes you sit and realize or sit and wonder, what is this person doing with getting married? Your wedding should be about you and the other person you're ma- you're getting married to and everything else is secondary to that. 
It is about you and your person. Everything else, in my opinion, does not matter. So I think this person has a lot of issues, and I hope they can work through it and be a better person in the future, but OP, you did nothing wrong. Do not feel bad for that. Okay, and since I've had um two short ones and one longer one, I do have one more little one for you all. This one also comes from r slash confessions from Emily NDT. And this one is really funny and a little bit inappropriate in a way. Um, so I know we've all heard the song, um, Stacy's mom has got it going on. Now I want you to take that song and flip it and reverse it. And we're going to call this one, The Neighbor's Son Has Got It Going On. And the title is, I think the neighbor's son is trying to spy on me. My neighbor's son is probably 20 or 21. He left to college upstate some years back, but he visits during the winter and summer break. I see his car in my neighbor's driveway now, so I know he's back in town. My bedroom window faces his bedroom window, and I'm pretty sure I see his silhouette by the window whenever I'm getting ready for bed or just in my room alone. There are times when I'm home during the day where I can feel like he's watching me from his room. He seems like a well-adjusted kid. He does well in college, and he's on the basketball or soccer team. I think I've seen him bring a girlfriend home too, so it's not like I'm afraid for my safety, just something I've noticed only during winter break. I tell my husband this and he teases me saying I should let him watch, but I'm not just going to start going nude in my home anytime soon. So my opinion of this one is I feel like the woman in the story is looking for attention and I feel like she's the perverted one. I feel like she is watching him. If you read the story, she's telling you all the things about him. I'm not sure if the the kid, the guy, not kid, if the guy can tell you everything about her because it seems like she's watching his every move, like what he drives, what time he's home, when he brings his girlfriend over. So I think this woman is desperate for attention and maybe going through a a, uh, midlife crisis. Let's see what other people said. So I only took one away from the story because it was a pretty new one. It was posted and there only had a couple comments, but I took the funny one. So horror underscore ad underscore 1845 says, you watch him a lot. And that, yes, yes, you do, girl. You watch him a lot. So I I just thought that one was funny. And I think the woman is a little bit perverted. So if you've made it this far, I really want to thank you for listening. I know that my first episode is trappy, as it should be. Like I said, I do plan on having a guest each week. I already have a few of them lined up. I'm very excited to have them over and talk with them and have them give their opinions too. I love all of my friends and people that um, I would love to be on this podcast. So thank you again for tuning in and I hope you all have a prosperous new year and I will catch you back next week. Thank you so much.